Hello and welcome to Murph's Tavern. I am massive Simpsons dork Murphy McLaughlin. Every episode of this podcast, we'll talk about a different episode of The Simpsons. Specifically one from the first eight seasons with a couple of fellow fans. This week we're chatting about season five's Marge on the Lamb, where Marge has a girls' night out, gets involved in a police chase, uh... Ruth Powers is involved, Chief Wiggum's in there. We'll talk more about that in a sec. But our guests this week are second time on the show, Martin Dunlop. Hello. Hey. Third time on the show, I believe. I think so. Claire Sullivan. Hello. And first time on the show, Adrian Pally. Good afternoon. Thank you. <laughs> Don't say the time of the day. People listening like to, you know, get into it ah. and then it might be like 2 a.m. and now you've completely thrown them. <laughs> the sense of reality is out the window. <laughs> um, this was a great episode. We just watched it. Um, first time you've seen it, Claire? Yes, yes, it is. I realised I'd seen Ruth Powers in that other episode. Mm. Mm. Yeah, but I've never seen this one before. Yeah. Bart falls in love, right? Um, Bart yeah. in love? It's we- called The New Kid on the Block. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Where, um, that's her daughter, right? Yes. Yeah. Who isn't in this episode? No. She's referenced. She's <laughs> got like a famous voice actor, I think, the daughter. <sighs> She's maybe famous at the time. Sarah Gilbert. Okay. Who I think was on Roxanne. Okay. Voice yeah. the daughter. Oh, yes. No, yeah. when she uh, now I can picture the yeah, who she is. I'm sorry, what is Roxanne? <laughs> so she was one of the she was one of the daughters on Roseanne. Roseanne had oh, two Roseanne. daughters. Oh, did I say Roxanne? Yeah, you yes. said Roxanne. Roseanne, okay. Yeah. Here I am thinking, oh Claire doesn't know <laughs> sitcoms from the nineties. I have said the wrong yeah. Roxanne <laughs> is the movie with uh, Steve Martin. Roseanne. Yeah. Is with Roseanne Barr. Yes, Roseanne that was Barr. my bad. The Apologies. main thing I remember about that episode is that her in the dream sequence, her pulling the heart out yeah. of Bart's chest. Yeah. And as a kid, because it is, it's literally <laughs> she just rips Bart's heart out of his chest. Yeah. And as a kid, I remember being so upset. I think she looks similar in the episode of The Simpsons as what she does in real life. Yes. No, yeah, I think she there's is. a likeness there. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And Ruth Powers is voiced by Pamela Reed, who... She's been in a lot of stuff. I think, Martin, you're a bit more of a movie buff than I am. Do you, can you think of any main things she's been in? She's. I know one movie she's definitely in, Bean, the ultimate disaster movie. Oh, Bean. cool. No, Mr. Mr. Bean B- movie. Mr. Bean? Yeah. Really? Yeah, she's the um, the mum in that when ah. he stays with the family. Yeah. He ruins that painting of Whistler's mother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And has some good moments, that film. And he tries to cook a turkey in the microwave and it explodes. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> and he performs surgery and luckily saves the guy's life. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Mr. Bean, hijinks wherever he goes. Tell you what holds up quite well. I watched it at Christmas a couple of years ago, the Mr. Bean Christmas special. Very yeah. funny stuff. <laughs> anyway, this isn't the Mr. Bean podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're recording that after. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, Pamela Reed. So I think it's a real shame they... Never brought back Ruth Powers. Um, well, certainly not in the classic years. Mm. After this, does she disappear? She disappears for quite a while. Why Martin, would do they not you bring know back? when she comes back? No, Pally, do you no. remember? So it's um, an episode from the two thousands where Marge gets hooked on steroids. What? Oh, swole Marge. So when you, if you look up Simpsons clips on YouTube, YouTube goes right. What you want to see <laughs> is the episode where Marge gets big boobs. And oh. so that's maybe for you, Martin. That's uh, well, maybe not for anyone else. But for me, it's always like you like the big boobs Marge episode. <laughs> the other episode, though, 
is Marge on steroids, like really swole. It's like you want to see the freaky body transformations that the characters went through. So Ruth Powers is in that episode briefly because she's become buff. It's actually, it's like they try and do a bit of nod to continuity, but actually fuck it up because she's like, yeah, I've been in prison and I got really buff in prison. But at the end of this episode, she actually, they say she got acquitted because Lionel Hutz was her ex-husband's lawyer, basically. (laughs) So really, Uh. no, she didn't, unless it was for another matter. But yeah, she's basically been in prison. She's real buff and she gets Marge on the steroids. Yeah. So it's (laughs) like they've confused her with the friend Marge makes in prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, who's the who's he's a kind of Ruth Powers character. Marge goes to prison? Yeah, does Marge yeah. go to prison? Marge goes to prison for three days because she, she gets uh she's too tired because her family's making too many demands on her. And so she accidentally shoplifts from the Quickie Mart. It's actually and, before this episode. Yeah. It's season four. Really? You must have because um for those that don't know, uh listening at home, Claire Sullivan yeah. ha- was on a Simpsons podcast. Yes, uh, Lauren Bock and I we hosted a, a Simpsons podcast called Elementary Springfield because I grew up in Tasmania, and we did not have The Simpsons there. Um, we just didn't get it. So I was watching it for the first time with Lauren Bock. And I think you, oh, maybe you just stopped before that episode yeah. where Marge goes to jail. I think that's the end of season four. Mm. Yeah, I think we stopped just before the end of season yeah, four. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, and I did, I, um, part of the reason I picked this, uh, when, well, when I have you on the pod, Claire, I make sure I don't pick one f- that you've already covered on oh. Elementary Springfield. Thank you. Um, but yeah, was hoping you hadn't seen this one. It worked out well. Yeah. <laughs> Although there were a lot of quotes in this episode. Lots that you. Well, it was so fun watching Claire just mouth open, be like, "That's what that's from." I would gasp and laugh and point at the screen. One of them being my cans, my antique cans, <laughs> which is a bizarre. Like, I love that bit, but I wouldn't have thought that was like a quote used in day to day that much. Well, it, you know, it happens more often than you think. Someone says something, then everyone around me like says. <laughs> the quote that aligns with that in The Simpsons and turns out most things are quite quotable. Oh, yeah. Homer says, your hair's so purdy. <laughs> yeah. So, purdy is a thing that people say, oh, that's purdy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You is got that real from The Simpsons hair. or is that from something else that The Simpsons has Ooh, I wouldn't done? say it's necessarily from The Simpsons, but I think it's one of those weird old-timey things that The Simpsons probably popularised or re, you know, True. Um, repopularised. I don't know, yeah. I feel that's a very, like... Hick sort of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's yeah. real pretty. It's the perfect thing to give Homer to say when he's drunk and horny. Yeah, on top of a mountain, <laughs> smashing a weather station. Yeah. I mean, he's right. Uh, it is fun to smash things. <laughs> I'll That's smash a, you good. It's not a bad date. They're having a nice time up yeah. on that up on that hill. But um, make yeah, that point. It is yeah. funny, like how quotable this particular episode is, and it's. I, I think that. So when I was a kid, it felt like whenever I wanted to watch The Simpsons, because my parents kind of banned it, and then mm. they liked it too much, and they'd let it creep back <laughs> yeah. in. And then, like, you know, there'd be an offensive or a scary episode. Like, I think after the Mr. Burns Dracula episode and I had nightmares for a week, they were like, <laughs> we're not watching The Simpsons anymore. It's too old Mr. for you guys. Mr. Burns Dracula and it was scary. Yeah, because Bart tries to kill Lisa. It, it, there was something really I did not 
like about that. It's when I reckon this, we've covered that one um, a couple of Halloweens ago, and it is. I think it's just when the Halloween episode started getting proper scary because mm. the first few aren't that. There's like the Raven episode, and yeah. like you know, they're just more like spoofs of Twilight Zone. And but they then don't, they, started, they didn't even call them Treehouse of Horror. They used to call them the ha- 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 Simpsons. Special. Yeah, Halloween special. The but yeah, I reckon from our, that vampire episode onwards, they started getting pretty. Pretty Intense. actually, yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. And you were having nightmares about Laura Powers pulling yeah, Bart's yeah. heart out. So <laughs> no, there's a lot of early. What's the the yeah? A lot of very um, early terrors mm. that, that can be linked back to the Simpsons. Um, but uh, yeah, so they were banned. But so whenever we got the chance to watch the Simpsons, we'd be like, yeah, we'll watch the Simpsons. And it felt like every time we got that opportunity, this episode was on Marge <laughs> on the Land to the point where we were like, oh. Marge on the Lamb again. I've seen this so many yeah. times. We're sick of it. And then so I didn't watch it for years. And then I was around at Lisa's house one day and we put it on. And Lisa I was like, Dib. Yeah, Lisa Dib, our friend. And like, and I sort of realized, wait, that's this is the best episode of The Simpsons <laughs> ever. From the second it opens, like going after Garrison Keelor, the, the presenter of Prairie Home Companion, the most boring, unfunny, like this twee New Yorker fucking. Uh, yeah, the um, weird poetry. I was like, "What is this?" I think they do a really good job with that. Well, I don't really know anything about the guy they're spoofing. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. it's quite good because they could just go the route of making what he's saying like completely not funny at all. But you can kind of see what he's saying. You can, like, I yeah. can see how a certain type of person would kind of find that amusing. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I just, and the Simpsons are not the type of family. Yeah. <laughs> and their expressions are so good. And the Homer going, stupid TV, be more funny. <laughs> I've been in situations like that where I'm watching a show and I'm just it, not yeah. getting it. It's not funny. And I feel like Homer in that moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then it goes into the telethon. You've got a Troy McClure moment. Always yeah. great. And this is one of those beautiful jokes in the Simpsons. Where it's like I've never found out that what this is a reference in advance. I think I googled it once, but Lionel, uh, 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 yeah, uh, Troy, Troy McClure is saying, uh, remembering such telethons as something, and let's save Tony Orlando's house. <laughs> I love that so much, and I've no idea who Tony Orlando is. <laughs> It's just the best reference. Yeah, there's a lot of... I think you talked about this last time you were on the pod, Martin, where you can find... That's the great thing about The Simpsons. You can find a joke so funny but not actually know who they're referencing. I think your example was... um, Whitey Ford. Whitey Ford, yeah. The pretzels knocking out Whitey Ford. (laughs) Whitey Ford pleading with the crowd for some kind of sanity. (laughs) Well, even like the comedian... Like you said, he's a parody of uh, Garrison Keillor. Is that his name? Yeah, You don't need to know that for that joke to work. Yeah. I I used to get quite upset because in the episode Lisa goes to watch... Washington, they mm. have a parody of a. Um, uh, oh, they, that one's really boring. Yeah, and the, but they also have a parody <laughs> of like <laughs> boring, yeah. a politi- like a political musician music com- comedy where it's a guy like playing piano and it's Bart's losing his mind at how unfunny, it is. <laughs> <laughs> which is a pretty good joke. But I used to get kind of upset because I thought they were making fun of Tom Lehrer who's this musical comedian that I really like, who does have some songs that sound a bit like the guy in that episode. Looking back, now I know, like, years later, it's like, no, there's hundreds of these guys. (laughs) And, yeah, they mostly all suck. Tom Lear is a bit different because he's also dirty as well, so he gets, like, his own little place. But, like, yeah. Uh, Speaking of parodies, though, this episode, I guess the big one that they're parodying is Thelma Thelma and and Louise. Louise. Love that movie. Yeah, I've only seen bits of it. You've never seen Thelma and Louise? No, I think we watched it... I studied film at uni and 
Oh, we watched, I think, like the first 20 minutes and then the class ended. And then, so I've never oh went back God. and watched it. But you didn't um, see them fall into the grand chasm. No, but I've seen it parodied <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> so many times I've seen that parodied though, that ending. Like oh, I watched one. it with my mum once. Oh yeah. It was wonderful. It's such a great film, but it's it's interesting that the, it it's really interesting that this episode is basically a whole parody. It turns into a whole palette parody of Thelma and Louise. And what that indicates about in 1993, like Thelma and Louise had this huge cultural impact where they were always writing these articles about it, a lot focusing on the fact that in the film they kill a guy who tries to, to sexually assault one That's of them. That's right. I don't remember which one, unfortunately. But, the, but yeah, so they kill this guy and it was like, so is this film, you know, saying that women should kill men because they're, they're their enemies? And it, you know, got really over the top. So this episode... Is The Simpsons sort of turning around and saying this whole debate silly? Yeah, yeah. about the film. It's not that is not what the film's about. It's not no. what this episode is about. At the end, like Marge and Homer's relationship is stronger than before because Marge being away from him forces to confront that maybe he's a dick sometimes. Yes. Um, yeah, and yeah, it's it's sort of it's really cool the way it does, but it's such a it's such a. Um, What's the phrase? Topical. It's such a topical episode right in 1993 that sort of had a whole year of everyone arguing about this film and then this came out to be like, shut up about it. <laughs> ah. so Delma this, Louise this ca- about friendship. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's my cat, Chicken, if you can hear really her. really wants a mic. Sorry, I didn't bring a fifth. I'm sorry, Chicken. So this episode <laughs> came out... So this episode of The Simpsons came out relatively soon after the Thelma and Louise... Well, let's, let's. But that was one of the things. Was it like everyone was talking about Thelma and Louise had this huge cultural impact? It was. It wasn't that successful. Not many people actually saw the film. Like it had this really? huge marketing push, but it wasn't that you know as successful. Definitely not as much as the studio wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. But no, but people wouldn't shut up about it as well. So it was a frustrating thing, I think, for everyone who made it. The lady who wrote it, Ridley Scott, who directed it, because he'd done a bunch of flops in a row, and it was sort of him being like, "See, I can make a normal, real movie." <laughs> and it came out. Everyone was talking about the thing, but he didn't get any money for it. No, yeah, yeah, right. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> what were the movies he made before uh, Thelma and Louise? Um, Ridley Scott's big one is Alien, right? Alien, yeah. Blade Runner, but then he right. he went through. So Blade Runner was a big flop, lost a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and a- a- Blade Runner, the director's cut, is fantastic. Yeah, no, I've never seen the one with the the weird um, voice narration. Over. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was that. There was. Uh, Somebody watching me or something? It was I've sort of thriller in the, in uh, the 80s. There is... Uh, hang on. This is just showing his most recent films. That's no help, Google. <laughs> uh, oh, anyway. 1492, we did a Columbus movie. That was a, there was another, like with Blade Runner, like a huge expensive flop. Ah. Um, All right. He's done a lot of movies, this bloke. Good on you, Ridley. Good <laughs> um, on <Yeah>, mate. <laughs> anyway, um, I actually was going to look up when... Um, Tom and Louise came out. It was 1991, August 1991. Yeah. And uh, I could use Google to find out when this episode came out. But, hey, but. we've got The Simpsons, <laughs> A Complete Guide to Our Favourite Family. Hey. The most worn out book I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, man. <laughs> it is. Luckily, this is season five where the pages are still intact, season barely. <laughs> um, now, we play a game on this pod where you guess which character... Yes. Oh, Claire just gasped because the recording device was about to fall off the table. 
<laughs> I think it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, pulling the table closer is actually really smart. That's good <gasps> lateral thinking there. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Pally. Um, but, uh, yeah, you... Claire wasn't gasping because she was so excited about this game. She should have. <laughs> Sorry, um, I apologize. Thrilling game. We guess which character they've chosen to highlight for the episode, to have a little biography about, for instance. All right, here we've got The Way We Was. They've got Artie Ziff. So that's, Artie that's Ziff. an example. That means a bell. Right. Who do you think they've chosen for Marge on the Land? Well, I would guess Ruth Powers. Okay. Okay. Pelly, who do you reckon? Carney, pretty, okay, yes. pretty impressive little scene there with uh, tricking everyone in the roadhouse. That yeah. was delightful. <laughs> See you tomorrow, loser. <laughs> See you tomorrow, loser. <laughs> he was on his bike. I was like, how far out does this kid cycle? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do this every day. <laughs> he loves it, though. <laughs> he loves it. What's get, what gets him up in the morning? And Martin, who you reckon? He's committed to the bit. Um... Uh, now that I don't want to pick something anyone else has picked, so I'm going to guess that inexplicably this is Wiggum's first episode. Okay, uh, yeah. Uh. So it's Ruth Powers. Yes. 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 <laughs> yeah. Well done, Claire. Yes. This is definitely Ruth Powers' uh, time to shine. This is her second episode. Uh, and yeah, I think she's a fantastic character. It's a real uh, shame they didn't bring her back. I like how she's got little bags under her eyes. Yeah. Not, not yeah. bags, but more sort of stretch. She's got that. You know, She's not weathered. Seen yeah, seen stuff. Yeah, you know, she has that edgy sort of look. Even mm. they, sort yeah. of they don't do that have quite well. many. Like there's, The Simpsons lacks female characters. There's yeah. not yeah. a lot of female characters on the show. This is a perfect True. opportunity to have. Ruth, like representing, you know, divorced woman, mother, Marge's friend. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember on the. In with the, that in mind, it's surprising she's not in more episodes yeah. with that in mind. Yeah. I guess, I mean, she is voiced by a, a guest star, but yeah. like we said, it's Pamela Reed. You know, it's not necessarily. I can't imagine. It's not she Pamela Anderson. Not Dustin Hoffman, no. <laughs> but it, yeah, like, I, I, she, she does leave a strong impact even in that first episode when she's mm. like. Uh, when they're like, this is usually for the man of the house. They give her porn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what? it. They're like, oh, they're giving her the welcoming nice. basket to come in. Yeah, such a yeah. Like I, I yeah, actually have a very strong memory of her, and she seems to she slots into the world really. Yeah, easily. yeah. I mean, like, yeah. she's at the bar, and yes, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. she's just hanging out at Moe's, and um, which is yeah, great to see. And like, I think they like prank call Mo, and she's laughing along, and um, yeah, there's that great bit between her and Homer where um, yeah, he's. <laughs> She's asking him to like set her up with a friend, and he's like, "Read you loud and clear." We're talking about sex, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I think it's a real shame they kind of stopped using her. Um, and even her daughter, like, there's barely any teenage characters on the show. Like, that would have been good too. Yeah. Oh, no, later on, they get Superintendent Chalmers' oh, kid. Is yeah, we've we've Superintendent Chalmers. This is a, his kid. Not yeah. that long ago. Yeah, about probably five, ten years ago. Um, they introduced this character, um, Shauna. Shauna. Yeah, she's um, and they're very. We've we've talked about her on the pod before, but basically, they can't seem to decide how old she is. So, like, yeah. one episode, she's like. 13 and she's like dating Jimbo and then one episode she's like 19 and making out with Gil um who's Gil uh yeah uh, he he's okay he showed up before um what's his name died I think Gil who, yep. d- who died a, uh the <laughs> <laughs> Troy McClure, the, um, oh, the famous guy. Troy Phil McClure Hartman. dies. I'm so tired. Yeah, well, the guy that okay. did his voice, Phil Hartman. Oh, this is a whole thing. <laughs> so, Phil, Phil yeah. Hartman voiced 
Lionel Hudson, Troy McClure. Yeah. He passed away in the late 90s, early 2000s. Oh. So they retired Lionel Hudson, Troy McClure. Yeah. And yes, Martin's right. That's around about the same time they brought in a character called Gil. And he's basically, you probably, if you've, he's very oh, funny. He's, he's basically the he's, bumbling. Yeah, he's like, ah, oh, geez, yeah, uh, I got to make this sale. He's, he's not in any of the classic episodes, Claire, but I know you have been watching the odd random episode recently. I, so I have. You might have seen, come across Gil, but anyway. Gil does various random jobs mm. and he's not very good at any of them. Yeah, <laughs> he's very um, hard done by guy and mm. he's, you know, got an ex-wife and he's like sweating. And anyway, um, <laughs> we, let's go back to Marge on the Lamb, which mm. does not feature Gil, but does feature Lionel Hearts pretty prominently. Yeah. Pretty yeah. big Lionel, Lionel Hearts episode. Lionel Hearts and Troy gets both of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and Miguel Sanchez. <laughs> I, I really loved, like, details that I never noticed before. Troy McClure being surprised by the phone ring the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Speaking of little details, I hadn't picked up before that, um, yeah, as part of Lionel Hearts' payment, he gets the two popsicles and yeah, later when they're watching TV, he's, he's having one of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. is he? Yeah, oh, yeah. that's delightful. <laughs> he got paid eight bucks for 32 hours of <laughs> babysitting. He hey, hey, he also, he also got a uh, broken birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, was, that was a very funny way for him to overhear. I was yeah, like, yeah. We're going through your garbage. <laughs> you know, there, was, there was a big thing around Thelma and Louise, the, uh, the movie, about it being like uh, it was a feminist movie, but in the minds of everyone in America as well, that meant, of course, a lesbian movie. It's about <laughs> these two women in love having an affair, killing all the evil men in the world. <laughs> then you watch the movie. That is not the plot of the yeah. movie no. at all. They they have boyfriends. It's you know it, uh, it, it's a whole different thing. This episode though, so Ruth comes to Marge's door mm. to to like oh, I forget why she comes to the door to and borrow the, a, sa- a power sander. Power sander. That's it. <laughs> and immediately starts unveiling, <laughs> unveiling like her messed up life in a way that you could read as her being like oh she's so gay hitting on her hitting on Marge a bit being like things are really tough for me <laughs> you should you know uh, like I'm really looking for someone to it could be friendly but it's also well, like then she took Marge to the gay nightclub was it a gay nightclub? It though? was very gay. Okay. How Sorry. the the mayor was like, I'm here with my nephews, and I'm like, that that's a innuendo. Uh, well, actually, Claire. So this, I'll, I'll break open the book because okay. that leads into something from the book. Um, but yeah, we know what Martin's uh, fan fiction is like. Um, <laughs> well, then, okay. So to back my point up, <laughs> when she leaves with with Ruth later on, uh, Bart says goodbye to her with "Rock the Casbah," yeah, yeah. which in another episode is his euphemism for having sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when she gets in the car, she does go. You look nice. (laughs) And then later, you know, when they say goodbye, she's kind of holding her hands, which, you know, I know it's a friendship thing, but this could be in your Well, I think it's Rock that may be like referencing the Thelma thing. And Homer's quite terrified and controlling about Marge going out in a way that he's jealous. Jealous. Yeah. Yeah. You spend time with this woman, you'll never come home. (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, Which, like, when I I saw her in the episode, I was like, oh, I guess that's not great. Like, it's implying them not having a good relationship. But it is, the episode does dovetail into, it's just about Homer realising that he's a fuckhead. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's the focus. Well, it's, I quite, I really like this episode because it is gag after gag after gag after gag. And some episodes like that, that's fine. That's what the episode is. They don't really care about emotion. It's just jokes like um, Cape Fear, we did not long ago, the Sideshow Bob episode. 
there's really no heart in that episode, but it's freaking funny. And it's just joke after joke. Mm. This, you know, might not be the most heartfelt episode, but it does have, you know, some emotion to it mm. and like a moral, I guess. And like you've got a Homer Marge relationship. So it's kind of both. Also, the both. loneliness of Homer. Like when mm. he, he calls up his friends to hang out <laughs> yeah. and he can't find anybody, <laughs> you know, and ends up going to the bar and realizing the bar's a horrible place to yeah. hang out. And then finally finding a soulmate with him and Wiggum that yeah. end up being the true couple of the episode. Episode, yeah, including yeah. it's them who goes off the cliff, the at, the cliff end. at the end. They're the, they're the real Thelma and Louise couple. They hold each they're other. They're so cute together. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. really good the pairing. Eggs on the radiator. Yeah. Oh, I love all of that so much. Absolutely. The, song. Yeah, the moment yeah, yeah. that I really liked in this episode was at the beginning when Homer walked past the vending machine and said, hmm, invisible Coke. And it's like <laughs> that, that Coke was released and it was a big flop. Yeah, it was actually Pepsi. Oh, Pepsi clear. Pepsi. clear. Yeah. I was yeah. wondering about that. Yeah, yeah, it was a real thing. Huge flop. Uh, apparently, everyone said it tasted bad, but the, apparently, it actually just tasted the same. But because it was looks like uh, lemonade, everyone was like, "This tastes wrong." Interesting. Giant flop, and then he, oh wow, yeah, and he got his hand stuck in it. That was oh, very funny. That's like one of the all time greatest sequences. Homer getting what a moment. Not only getting his hand stuck, then getting both. I'm stuck. He's called to Marge. I did wonder how he called Marge because both <laughs> yeah, true. Are stuck. But then when you realise there's like Homer, you're just holding on. He must have taken his hand out, <laughs> dialed Marge, put the thing on the phone, and then put his hand back in. I mean, the big yeah, the big. <laughs> They'll throw it back, right? <laughs> yeah. There's also there's a very 1993 uh, reference in as his hand snakes up the uh, the thing. You have the Fresca. the arm of the last guy and. And a can of Fresca, which was a discontinued soft drink. What What is Fresca? I don't know. I I always assumed because of the name, like a flavoured mineral water thing. Oh, yeah. Fresco. I mean, fresh. Fresca. Fresca. Well, let us know. Message in. Yeah. Um, (laughs) What uh, is Fresca? The episode came out 11th of April, 93. So, yeah, only like a year and a half after Thelma and Louise. Um, Here's the weird thing with this book. It's, It's got... It, uh, a lot of stuff in it, like movie moments, uh, stuff you may have missed. At no point on this page does it say anything about Thelma and Louise. What? <laughs> <laughs> the movie would mention, though, is the one at the end. No, right? it doesn't the mention that either. Th- really? Which is Dragnet yeah. oh. is the show that that's parodying. Yeah, so I, was that like, I was like, I recognise that, but I can't work out what that is. And we- it was like, black. was it black and white? Yeah, it was. it's quite an oh, old I show. I think a I lot think. of episodes were, it might have been on the air. Yeah. There's a, they did a, a, a movie in the 80s with Tom Hanks right. uh, that has a lot of comedy rap in it. <laughs> Ooh. Including, I think, a comedy rap version of the Dragnet theme. That dun, 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 dun. Wow. Oh. For every good film Tom Hanks has done, there's like 20. a couple bad ones, right? Like, bad ones. Really weird. <laughs> My wife went on a bit of a Tom Hanks... Um, uh, what do you call it? Binge? Marathon. Yeah, oh, yeah. binge. Yeah. 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 We, um, she was just watching all of Tony, uh, Tom Hanks films on Disney+. Plus, and there's some really weird, obscure ones. There's one called The Man with the Red Shoe. Have you heard of that? Uh, I think it's a, yeah, it's a remake. I've never seen it. Is it, it a remake right. of that uh, like black and white movie of the girl with the red shoe? No, oh. I think it's a remake of an international film, maybe. Yeah, but French yeah, film, yeah. It's yeah. quite strange. Um, but anyway, this isn't the Tom Hanks pod. Um, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so it doesn't mention on this page. Anything about that? That um, is a surprise. It does so mention strange. Garrison Keillor, but not. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a strange book. And here's the thing: 
in the stuff you have, may have missed. So I'll, I'll go through a few and then we'll get to one which goes to the Quimby thing we were talking about. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'll read off a few. Um, the pledges received by the public television fund at Drive Aramia, 0,000,023.58 or a little over 23 bucks. <laughs> Wait, so Marge pledged $30. So, but. That must have been just before her pledge, oh, I think. So I like, they ended they up getting fifty dollars out in fees. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, supposed to, it's public broadcasting, so it's supposed to be PBS in America, yeah. which has had a couple of hits over the years. Downton Abbey screened oh. over there, and they went insane for it. So that's there's awesome. no real equivalent in Australia, right? Because obviously we have community TV, but yeah. that's not. And we have the ABC, the but that's yeah, run I by the think- government. I always think the way that they the Americans talk about it, it's kind of like the ABC. Right. They always have all the British stuff on there, yeah. which is what we do. It's yeah. like the ABC if it was run by community TV. Yeah. Combination of ABC and Channel 31. I mean, yeah. they do have a lot more channels over in mm. the ABC, right? I mean, <laughs> America. <laughs> um, the, uh, what else we got here? Oh, we noticed this and had a laugh about it. A sign outside Springfield High School gym reads, Tonight, professional ballet. Tomorrow, closed to fix gas leak. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, and the oh, ballet the ba- was at the school gym. Yeah, so so good. I don't know if I've ever fully really appreciated that sequence, but it's so good. Just the fact that it's <laughs> at the school gym <laughs> and that they're just going with it. Like yeah. the, the performers are just like, no, no, this is the hand we've been dealt with. <laughs> we just work with it. Like, it's do. so great. Yeah, yeah, imagine American the American Ballet Association would do those kind of tours just like how <laughs> Bell Shakespeare, an Australian Shakespeare company, does, does tours all around Australia. And they just do yeah. it in whatever, um, you know, place they've been given. And I assume some places would be the equivalent of almost a school gym mm-hmm. where Bell Shakespeare, if they go to a small town, they're like, oh, yeah, we're in the community hall or the school gym. And the school gym is bigger. That's <laughs> a great way of looking at it. Yeah. yeah. So it'd be like the ballet would be like going on a tour all around America and they'd be like, all right, we're doing it in the school gym. Yeah, because Springfield doesn't have any cultural like. I enjoy it all has the of our cultural stew. What? It has oh, a yeah. stage, though. Springfield has a stage. Does what about it? where the guy on the monorail episode did the monorail? Lyle Hutz. Oh, no. And Lyle Landley. Everybody's yeah. Yeah. In, in a big thing and they're on stage. Yeah. That's, a, that's a lot smaller than the school gym, though. They, yeah. That's they lucked out. True. Uh, there's also <laughs> the enormous <laughs> Citizen Kane podium that Mayor Quimby spoils the ending of the crying game at. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Theoretically, I guess they could use that if that's still ending <laughs> Um, the another bit you may have missed. Uh, there were a lot of signs in this episode. I guess there are quite a few locations. There's so, just so many jokes. It's yeah, like even by Simpson standards, this is bulging. Yeah, like, joke, 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 joke. Um, Ruth flips the song "Welcome to the Jungle" by Guns N' Roses into a cassette deck. <laughs> yep, thanks, book. Um, <laughs> but here we go. So. This is when I, I read over this before um, the record, and I was really thrown by this. So, Marge's encounter with Mayor Quimby at the nightclub and his statement that he was there with his nephews is a reference to the Teddy Kennedy slash William Kennedy Smith alleged rape incident. Mm. I what? was not expecting to read the word rape in this book. Uh, <laughs> Even, I, yeah, yeah. This episode has a couple of, but yeah, go on. Well, yeah, so I looked it up, and it turns out that's um, the. I'm not sure if Claire, you've seen it. But you guys will remember the Freddie Quimby episode. Mm. Chowder. Um, Chow- oh, Chowder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's Freddie Quimby. Um, basically, Claire, there's an episode where Freddie Quimby beats up a waiter. He doesn't actually beat up the waiter, but Bart witnesses it um, but can't say anything because he was skipping school. Anyway, great episode. Oh, yep. But that was apparently 
loosely based on this huge thing in the news in the early 90s of, um, yeah, uh, Ted Kennedy, who was senator, brother of JFK, his nephew, so I think his sister's son, um, being involved in this horrible incident and it was like a really publicised It, it was one case. of the reasons why early in the, the 90s um, people were talking about date rape. Yeah, because yeah. that was what the accusation was that he date raped her, got her, her drunk or drugged her or whatever. And and so, um, yeah, Marge sees Mayor Quimby, the Kennedy analogue that yeah. they've got in this show in the nightclub being like, oh, I'm just here with my nephews. And you go, oh. So, so it's a joke, I guess, is Marge being like, oh, how lovely. That's nice when, uh, yeah. So pretty fucked. Wait, so <laughs> in, in the real, in the Ted Kennedy thing, did he... What's the nephew thing? Was he out with? Did he say he was out with um, his nephews? Yeah, so Ted Kennedy wasn't found, uh, wasn't charged or anything, but yeah. it was after like a boys' night out, I believe. So Ted Kennedy was out with his nephews, oh. and then they went back to like a oh, house, okay, and okay. I think yeah. then the incident occurred yeah. that night. Right. So Ted Kennedy had been with him earlier that night. Yeah. So yeah, and people pointed out that it's weird that an uncle would be drinking with his like young, na- like he was a middle-aged politician. Mm. It was an odd night out, especially dancing shirtless with purple, purple <laughs> yeah. and green paint. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's I thought it was like I thought it was a total um like like gay joke. Yeah, of gay Quimby joke. Being, being like, yeah, yeah I'm here with my like nephews. Yeah, because everyone looked very gay. Well, Otto was there too, though, right? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. so okay. Otto that, likes the ladies. Yeah. So that but that would make sense <laughs> that Otto would turn up accidentally to a gay bar. Didn't he say you should drink the spiked drink? Smart drink. Oh. Okay. And this is the this is the, the most smart drink. 1993 reference to the point where I don't even really know what a smart drink is anymore. <laughs> I think it's what they kind of called Red Bull back oh. when they. Oh, and and like so, they were very popular, and like, uh, yeah, that was supposed to improve brain function or whatever because yeah. there's minerals and stuff in it. Garrow, Garrowy. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, Garana. That was in Boost, those chocolate bars for a long time. Oh, hang on, this sits here. Go ahead. Smart drink. This is the Wikipedia entry, which is a paragraph. Um, Oh, no, wait. There's a history section. Sorry. Take it back. Um, Smart drinks, also known as nootropic drinks, are beverages made from a mix of fruit juices, vitamins, herbal supplements, and a variety of amino acid supplements. Okay. So, it's more like a health drink, it seems. Oh, like vitamin water, but... But is that different to what Otto was talking about? No, I think that's, that's the thing what it he's is? referring to. Okay. And I don't think anyone's used that phrase <laughs> north drink. of 1995. <laughs> yeah, because like, after he drank it, he said... I've wasted my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, did he say that because the drink is so yeah. good that he sh- he wastes his life by not getting onto it sooner? No, no. Or he has a moment of clarity. Right, yeah, okay. <laughs> he, has self- he has self-awareness for a moment. Yeah, gotcha. I thought he said, I'm getting on the spiked drink, and I thought that he's... <laughs> <laughs> he was like drinking this spiked drink that there was drugs in there and that made him realise he's wasted his right. life. <laughs> this is how full of jokes this episode is. We're spending five minutes analysing one three-second <laughs> joke, which yeah. is just like, you know, there's jokes that we missed in this episode because we were laughing yeah. so yeah. much at the joke before it. But, like, yeah, no, I thought there was a gay bar because the woman who said to Marge, your hair is a bit much, mm. was wearing a bra and it had her hair in, like, the... Like a, a big mohawk. Yeah, I mean, it was that's a mohawk. I can't analyze the inner life of that person. No, no, <laughs> no. But yeah, yeah. You know? She looked quite gay. And then Mayor Quimby being there topless with paint on him, being like, I'm here with my nephews. I'm like, this is a gay bar. And then, of course, Otto, I'm like, okay, any bar, like any pub like or club would be like that. And then someone would 
like Otto would just turn up accidentally yeah, and be yeah. like, well, I'm here. Otto turns up everywhere. <laughs> Same with Barney. Otto's, <laughs> true. Otto's also a very, like, dated character in general. Mm. When you look at that hair and everything, it's like, <laughs> that is a Guns N' Roses fan in 1992 and no one since. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, well, Otto, yeah, I think Otto was a great character. I really liked the very early seasons where he was, like, mates with Bart. Yeah. Like he was like um, the really bad role model for Bart um, and uh, he, all the kids thought he was cool and stuff. But as the show went on, Otto just became basically if they needed to do a drugs joke, yeah. mm-hmm. they would pick Otto. Also, Harry Shearer, because he's in his 80s, Otto's voice has gone to shit. <laughs> where it used to be like, hey, Bart, dude. And now it's like, hey, Bart. <laughs> <laughs> it's like really cool. on the bucket bongs. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah, a lot of good little cameos in this episode, like um, you know, Lenny when he's like shaving what's apparently his wife's legs. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> is that his wife or his mug? <laughs> yeah, like it's ambiguous. Uh, Lenny also propagating the wonderfully surreal bear in a car joke, yeah, yeah. where it's like, not only does Homer think that's what ballet is, they're all under that impression. Wait, what? I were think they that all thinking it? Might, might have been one of the gags we were laughing over, but yeah, Homer's like, oh, I gotta go to the ballet, and Lenny's like, ah, you're gonna see the bear in the little car. This joke has this episode has heaps of really good callbacks actually, in particular the ending, which mm. is great, where they kind of go through in the Dragnet parody, um, what everyone what happened to everyone, where yeah, Ruth got acquitted because her husband um, was represented by Lionel Hutz. Lionel Hutz um, was paid eight dollars. Um, also, known as Miguel Sanchez, also known as Doctor Something. Um, why was uh, yeah Vietnamese name? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nguyen Van Thok. Yeah, <laughs> that was there. There was the wrap up in the end. Did Thelma and Louise the movie had a, have a wrap up at the no, end? No, I think no, that no, ended no. with them dying, right? Yeah, they died. Like, yeah it, it, it cuts to white, and then it has like a little montage of all the fun times they had. Ah, oh, okay, gotcha, right, okay. gotcha. Um, uh, it's really like it's weird. When I saw Thelma and Louise, I was under the impression there was kind of this like almost like a comedy, like a buddy right. comedy. Of these two women with a, a tragic ending or whatever. Mm. And I watched it, it's like no, it's a big crime saga. Like they start off committing, they kill the guy in the bar. Which so in this episode, that guy comes up and won't take no for an answer. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, in the film, yeah. that is who yeah. he is, and they end up blowing him away. And that's you know the the yeah. Such a great joke though. Yeah. Of him <laughs> got, oh, I'm terribly sorry. Yeah, I'm I'm so sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't. I misunderstood. <laughs> yeah, really good. Um, yeah, this um, uh, episode has a lot of like classic jokes. I would say, like ones that, like I think there are a few where Claire, you were like, I've seen that in a meme. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like the the bear on the. The bear on the thing. Yeah. And Pally, yeah. you said um, when Chief Wiggum was, was saying it, you were like, I use this all the time. Um, what is it? I'm directly under the earth's sun now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, also I just say that when people call me, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> this has close to one of my favourite Simpsons jokes ever. This might be one of good. I think the last episode we did, it has uh, Marge fantasising about Lee Majors. Yeah, yeah. Which I love, but this one has one of the other ones, which is... Because it's the thing of like people say, oh, what's your favourite Simpsons joke? Oh, I love the Rashomon one because it's so clever. Because you need what? to know Rashomon, the Japanese story about the um uh, about there's a uh, there's a crime committed and each part of the story is someone retelling it from a different perspective. So they're talking about going to Japan and Marge says to Homer, "You'll like Japan, Homer. You liked Rashomon," and Homer says, "That's not the way I remember it." 
which is very clever if you know Rashomon or whatever. Oh, yeah. Now, I get that joke. I've never laughed at it. But Homer <laughs> coming in the room with that skunk <laughs> and the no fat chicks t-shirt. I laughed so hard No fat it. chicks. And it's oh, because it, like, he was sprayed by the skunk. He picked the skunk up. He walked into the house with a dinner party. He is too loudly complaining while still holding it. And and we were like, Marge, this has been so much fun. We should do this yeah. every Thursday. It's like Marge is about to Poor have Marge. best friend forever. And now doing like, it again. <laughs> they all scream. Like, Homer, stop being such a baby. <laughs> oh, I love the bit where Homer's like, um, where are you going <laughs> when you're going to be home? <laughs> Being a married man now, I can relate to that. <laughs> Get used to that palette. <laughs> um, we just watched this on Disney+. Plus. There were a couple of times I thought there were like jokes where they're like a series of three. I remember when Ruth Powers... I could be wrong about this. When Ruth Powers says to Marge, you know, if you ever... Or Marge says, I've had so much trouble making fr- friends. I remember that being a joke of threes. Oh, okay. There's like one after the other. No, but there is um, stuff in this episode, uh, the opposite actually what you're saying, which Channel 10 used to cut. And I remember it because it used to be, Channel 10 used to be cheeky and before it went to the ads, it would just snip off a little bit before the ads. <gasps> a classic example is when the episode where Homer gives up drinking and he says to Marge, Okay, Marge, starting to... up drinking? Yeah. I'm surprised wow. you didn't... I'm pretty sure that's season four. Maybe you didn't get to that one either. But yeah, he gives up drinking um, just before the ad break. Homer goes, okay, Marge, starting tonight, no beer for a month. Lights go off. And then like three seconds later, you hear him crack open a beer. <laughs> <laughs> and Marge's like, what was that? He's like, I'm saying good night. Or, I, I can't remember <laughs> I exactly. Love you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but the way Channel 10 did it is they just cut it off at, all right, no beer for a month. Ads. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh so it's like, you missed the gag. <laughs> so they used to I cut it when Homer was kissing the garbage. I think after just oh. one kiss, they cut it. Mm. Whereas obviously goes on forever. Yeah. Same with when they're listening to the music. Mm-hmm. I think they cut it as soon as Chief Wigan puts on the music. Oh. They don't show Homer and him singing along to it. Oh. So, yeah. no. So I'm not sure about that. I'm pretty sure Disney Plus doesn't cut anything. They cut whole episodes. Um, what? The Michael Jackson episode is not on Disney Plus anymore. Really? But, That's um, the Happy Birthday Lisa yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. But they don't. I'm pretty sure there's nothing cut from specific episodes. I'm happy to be proven wrong, though, Martin. Martin's got his phone out. Oh, He's well, like, I don't show yeah, you. I, I haven't seen it. Um, I'm trying to. And there was another one where I was like, they only did two little flashback gags. And I was like, right. there's a third one. Well, all my memories lying to me. Yeah. I think, yeah, it, I love the callback at the end as well when they show Marge's fate and Marge is smoking and they say smoking. that she got fined uh, by the antique hands per gun. Can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but what was it, like $2,000, like emotional? Yeah, yeah. emotional for the old man who looks crazy. Like, he looks like a skinny Santa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't. Like, who I is think this old he, man? I'm pretty sure he, I haven't, honestly, I haven't seen the episode that much because I was never allowed to watch it as a kid. But the episode where Homer and Marge are banging in various locations yeah. across town, I think he's in that one. I think they anyone in here is going to get a serious ass falcon. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> that might be the same guy. Oh. Yeah. But I love his voice though. My antique cans. Yeah. Which is, that's a Thelma and Louise scene where they go out to the desert and she fires the oh. gun. 
Oh. I think before they go for their night out because the uh, one of them says to the other is like, oh, I've, don't worry if anything bad happens. I've got this with me. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> we all had a good laugh at, you're not going to hunt me for sport, are you? <laughs> oh! <laughs> Luke, that is Marge's first thought. <laughs> Making a new friend brings out a gun. Oh, I'm going to get hunted for sport. Yeah. Hunted for sport. <laughs> um, another classic gag from this episode is when Homer... Um, reads the card that says always do the opposite of what Bart <laughs> and then Bart says uh, hey Homer don't give me that card <laughs> okay no <laughs> um, we've never is, seen Homer wear that green jacket before either it pops up a bit I, I think I've seen him wear that jacket did he wear it at bowling do they do bowling and he wears that jacket the pin tails or does he just that a is jacket? a separate shirt, but oh. he does wear the jacket every now and then it's like he's going out jacket ah. I love it Yeah, does he wear it at church no, 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 where's a suit to church? That's right. I think it's just whenever, yeah, he's like just on an on an outing. He, <laughs> I think in the episode actually where they go to Itchy and Scratchy Land, mm. I'm pretty sure he wears it in that. Mm. I have visions of him fighting the robots wearing that green jacket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if Claire hasn't seen that episode, she is very confused. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. Um, an episode I did watch the other night, um, which I have to say on this podcast about because uh, Martin, we're in a, um, uh, you and I, we're in a pub trivia group um, and our name is called the Crappy Club for Jerks mm. and I'd always known that it was a Simpsons reference but I kind of didn't know which one it was or yeah. what it was from or anything and so the other night I was just by myself, I was like, oh, I've got half an hour, watch an episode of Simpsons and I put on the Stonecutters episode mm. And I was like, this episode is great. I was laughing. I was like, this is amazing. Classic. And then they, they get to the point where, is it Homer? And he says, you're just a crappy club for jerks. And I like screamed. <laughs> <laughs> it was incredible. I finally saw the reference. And there's You guys had a winner trivia the other night, didn't you? Not this week. Last week we did, though. Uh, the, that's the, one the game. Yeah. yeah, crappy club for jerks at trivia win often. Congratulations. I will actually be participating in some trivia. Usually I'm hosting trivia, but this Thursday there is a Simpsons trivia night on, um, which I think uh, Lisa Dibb, um, been on the show a few times, is getting a few... uh, few people together for that um so i thought actually a few episodes ago lisa gave me this book called so you think you know the simpsons <laughs> i thought um we could do a bit of you know a, yes. Um, yes. prep. yeah yeah exactly prep. so some of the questions we discovered are super easy so we're flicking it open to the back of the book which has the harder questions okay. um so here we go we can all um let's do it like first first person to so just yell out the answer if you think you know it. Where does Bart find Mr. Burns's lost teddy bear? <laughs> what? In a big bag of ice in the quickie mark. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you can think of a better way to get ice than yeah. <laughs> ah! Now Claire's obviously got the disadvantage here, um, having not seen a lot of episodes. Yeah, but, true. Uh, but I've got chicken my cat on my lap and she's gonna help me, aren't yeah. you? <laughs> Um, <laughs> Chicken like the jerk homers. <laughs> what is the name of the only child of Reverend Lovejoy and his wife? Oh wait, isn't that the girl that um that it doesn't Bart have a crush on her? Mm-hmm. Ooh, um, not like, the one that rips out his heart. No, no, <laughs> it's like Le- Lucy or something, isn't it? You're on the right track, as in mm. it is like a common girl's name. No. <laughs> I actually can't. Yeah, I can't remember. My first thought was Lisa Lovejoy, but then I'm like, wait, no, no, no. That's weird. <laughs> any any takers? Chicken, no. come on, you got Chicken. this. 
It oh, is, Jessica. Yes. Jessica Lovejoy. Jessica Lovejoy. Well oh, done. Man. All right, we'll do a couple more. Um, see, some of these are from quite... I, I say you new. Would do the new ones because yeah. it's like because I'm assuming at the trivia like you won't be yeah spared. that's the They're thing not say yeah. we'll stick to A in my experience most Simpsons trivias do stick to the older ones but sometimes they can really pull one out of left field and people will look at me like come on Murphy <laughs> and I'll be like this is from like season 28 or something yeah. I don't <laughs> not up not that up to date um okay here we go um oh no this is actually a really good one. Was Ned Flanders actually before I do the multiple choice? I'll just ask it as a question. No, mul- no okay. um, options. Was uh, what was Ned Flanders's job before he opened his store? What store? Oh, the left-handed left-handed store. Left-handed yeah. What was his store. job before? Wait, Ned doesn't have a job. He's a stay-at-home dad, isn't he? Uh, he works at the Left Orem. But the question is, what was his job before? I, store. I remember this because I've always thought it was kind of weird yeah. in hindsight for a very religious man. I guess I guess they could do it, but uh, it's pharmaceuticals. Yes, yeah, yeah. pharmaceuticals. What yeah, do you mean? I guess he, is a he a pharmacist? pharmacist? Yeah, I guess they hadn't really established his character when yeah. they opened the store. I think he, the Leftorium episode is like early season three, and he was kind of more like the rival to Homer, like the perfect husband, the perfect father. And so they hadn't quite made him like a big religious guy. Yeah. So pseudo doctor, like pharmacists uh, in the same sort of thing as doctors, but Uh, I suppose they mm. couldn't have him be a doctor. There's already two doctors in the (laughs) Simpsons. Yeah. yeah. So so he's got, you know, a really good straight up pharmacist. I like how, I like how in the Simpsons, every um, machinery tool that, Homer has <laughs> yes. is actually Ned Flanders. <laughs> it all has a giant sticker on the side. <laughs> Probably this one. And I like to imagine Flanders only introduced the sticker system after Homer moved oh, in. Absolutely, <laughs> and a even, copy of Ned Flanders. That probably just makes Homer more to keep him more. Yeah. I'd say. yeah. <laughs> but I think that even like so, you see Homer with his feet on the sander, which that's a great joke in itself. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it has the sticker on it no. until they yes. need the joke of. Um, all right, but remember, it's mine. Yeah. Which is classic <laughs> Simpsons of a thing doesn't appear until it's needed for the joke. Like if yeah, you ever true. need to see Homer's wedding ring or something, it mm. just suddenly appears or just someone needs to know the time. Suddenly they're wearing a wristwatch. Yeah. True. Oh, uh, what, is, what does the power sander do, Pelly? A belt sander. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, just a, it's a sander on a – it's got two wheels and a flat belt of sandpaper and it's just for sanding um, a large flat surface nice and flat. Ah, thank yeah. you. Maybe she was using it for like, like a, a table or something. A tabletop. So oh, yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd sand smooth a, a rough. Cool. The deleted scenes show Ruth uh, yeah. <laughs> doing some She's DUI. so resourceful. She's really? a good single mom. No. She's working hard. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Ruth is cool. Yeah, like, yeah. she's really, cool. Really, really a shame they got rid of her. I, mean, I agree. Got, There's so much air, so much room for a character like Ruth. Her in outfit the is great. Yeah, the leather jacket, the sunglasses, <laughs> yeah. so cool. Yeah. The bandana. Yeah. Yeah. She does pop. I think there's a lot of background scenes yeah. where she's in the background. Like they need to fill a scene or have people from the neighborhood. Ruth Powers is there, but yeah, you real, mentioned she got. To Moe's sometimes, yeah, she was definitely in the episode that she's first in. She's at Moe's, okay. Um, drinking I, with the boys, yeah, which again is like that would have been good to have more of like you know, um, not just Mose. blokes hanging around yeah. at Moe's. Um, True. although there can be alcoholics too, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the thing about the um, uh, the 
the phrase the subconscious sexism that's not the 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 phrase but the sort of latent thing because the female writers the first ever simpsons episode was written by a woman Mm. wasn't it and then she said i didn't get us back sam simon had just been through a divorce and there was basically like no chicks hired for a very long time yeah i think there's a writer called jennifer crittenden who writes a few episodes through season six seven eight um and stuff like that and then yeah i think these days, it's probably 50-50. Yeah. Like, but no, definitely throughout the 90s, barely any uh, female writers, which Fair sucked. Yeah. The only episode I think that Tazzy did ever get, because I have this one episode watching You can have it. one. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the one where they're all on summer holiday and Lisa becomes cool. Oh, a yeah. great episode. Yeah. Yeah. That oh. is one that I've seen. I saw a lot as a kid and I don't know why. Maybe Southern Cross got it. <laughs> it was the only one they're allowed to have. But once I mem- a month. Yeah, once well, a month. Like, oh, the Simpsons on. It, it's the... It's the episode. Well, they picked a good one. <laughs> if That's I go into Hobart today and I reveal who shot Mr. Burns, everyone freaks out. <laughs> <laughs> it was Maggie. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> um, any what? final thoughts for this episode? Any specific moments that uh, you really loved? For me, I'm just going through mine now and the ghost car was pretty good oh, when the lights great. go out. And it also implied that... Um, when he said there's lots of ghost cars in this area, it implies that he goes on lots of car chases and that they always do this. <laughs> I thought of that sort of thinking as well when he's going to cut off Homer's arm and he's like, this is never easy, Homer. Yeah. It's like, how many situations have you been in? <laughs> like, um, but uh, yeah, we can even, if you want to give your rating as well out of 10. Um, I do want to say one last little moment. Yeah, of course. According to, uh, according, uh, related to the cutting the arm off, how... Homer comes home and he's like, I know you wouldn't believe me, so I got the fireman to write a note. Oh. And then uh, passes over to Marge, clearly didn't read yeah. the note. Marge opens the note and says, While this? we were helping your husband, a lumber yard burnt. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, I also love snack related mishap. When he's your hello, snack related mishap. That would be a good trivia name, I think. Trivia team name. Um, Yeah, out of 10, uh, Martin? 10. Yeah. Yep. Easy. Nice. I uh, uh, sick uh, seven point seven and a half. I wanted more K- Carney in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I would say nine point nine only because I watched the Stonecutters episode quite recently, yeah. and I think I laughed more in that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But if if there were more women, you know, I don't know. But this one was so good. Uh, yeah. and fun. So funny though. Always like this episode, and I think during the rewatch, like it even more. It's not often I give them, but hell, I'm with Martin. Ten out of ten. Bang bang, it's fantastic. Every yeah. line is. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, we yeah. did have a good time watching it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Friendship is now forged. <laughs> <laughs> what do we got to plug? We can go for Martin. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Strong start. Pally, you want to plug your business? Um, if you're in the Ballarat region and you need a plumber, give me a call. There you go. <laughs> yeah, because that's how I met Pilly. He's my plumber. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Through a podcast, you yeah, heard him plugging. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah, he heard me on a podcast. And that's how oh, yeah, that's plumber. right. Yeah. 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 For a while, I thought it was one of your podcasts. <laughs> yeah, which was it? Actually? It was um, uh, the, the, the Kelly Festuca and... Uh, the the relationship dating one. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I heard you talking on that podcast. Worst first. Worst first dates. <gasps> yeah. 
and I thought you sounded pretty cute. Yeah. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> and then he came and fixed my kitchen sink. Um, <laughs> pretty. No, I, that's not a common way couples meet. I no, think you, you've done really. well. Not really. He's on pornos. What about you, Claire? Um, well, I was kicked off Twitter, uh, permanently banned for saying turfs and Nazis should go kill themselves. So, unfortunately, wow. you can no longer follow me on Twitter, but you can follow me on Instagram. Uh, or on TikTok. I'm trying to post <laughs> things on TikTok. <laughs> um, so, at Claire Cool Cat. Um, I also have a newsletter which you can sometimes find, um, which I think the link is in my Instagram. So. There, there is a thing I need actually to, to plug. Can I please get a Blue Sky invite? I'd love a Blue Sky invite. Oh, I yeah. I would also like a Blue Sky yeah, invite. We'd all like Blue Sky What's invite. What's that? It's, it's like the Twitter. replacement Twitter because Twitter's real bad. Yeah, it's by the guy who made Twitter. <laughs> ah. Right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there you go. You need an invite. It's called to get Blue on. Sky. Yeah. yeah. But you need an invite. Matthew to get on it. Webb got onto it. Oh, I need to ask him for an invite, although yeah. he might have used up all his invites. You only get like 30, so you got to. Oh. Yeah. oh, so if you're a member of Blue Sky, you can you can invite 30 people. Yeah. Ah. Can someone please invite me to Blue Sky? Because all it is is Twitter, but there's now moderation and there's not all the weird <laughs> subscriber shit that means every time you click on a post, there's like eight Nazis and then real people. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, there's well, yeah, that's Musk. a pretty good plug then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> people listening want to give us Blue Sky invites. Invite I only just heard about invites. it, but... Yeah. yeah. Um, I miss Twitter. I miss it a lot. Yeah. It's funny. Um, <laughs> you were good on Twitter. Thank you. <laughs> you were talking about Mr. Bean. Um, Aaron Gox got kicked off Twitter for having a go at Mr. Bean. What? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I can't remember the exact details, but he said, like, Mr. Bean is a fuckhead or something. Yeah. <laughs> Most Bean's people don't post tweets like that. <laughs> <laughs> and our, um, uh, Adam Knox got kicked off for saying that he was going to hit um, Greg Larson with a frying pan like Tom and Jerry. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. It's a bizarre. Silly joke. Wow. Yeah, it's so weird. Um, I, was, I said something which, you know, I think a lot of people agree with me. Nazis and turfs should go kill oh, themselves. It's a, fair, it's a fair point. Yeah. I think we should approach Elon Musk and say, hey, look, come on. Yeah, it's a fair point. Well, when he's he's on the Mr. Bean podcast later, so <laughs> we'll, we'll have a word to him. Um, you can check out my stuff at murphymclaughlin.com. I've actually I'm starting to do stand up again, so um, hey. if you want to check check me out? I'm probably going to be doing some gigs uh, soon. Oh yeah, I'm also vaguely planning on starting. There again. you go. Yeah, yeah, sweet. Check us out. Um, at some gigs we may or may not do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, gang. Um, Um, Thank you, listeners. And as we always say here on Murph's Tavern, bye. (laughs) (laughs) See you tomorrow, loser. (laughs) 